episode of Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks on the Mayo Media Network. Welcome to our last episode of the 2021 MLB DFS season. As we've talked about a couple different times in the past week or so, we are wrapping up our baseball coverage at Mayo Media Net at the end of August. Tuesday is August 31st, so it will be the final slate we are covering with these DFS videos. However, you can follow me at Gary and Thorne on Twitter. You can check out all my written work at DK Playbook. We will have you covered for the remainder of the MLB season right on through through the first week of October. Want to thank you guys for watching every single one of these. Want to thank all of the other hosts on these videos. And most importantly, want to thank the editors for making us look good. Okay, let's try to win some money on this last video. Make it special. We're going to get to some bets on the DraftKings Sportsbook. We're going to talk about the 14-game featured slate that gets going on DraftKings just past 7 p.m. Eastern time. But before we do any of that, we are, of course, going to talk about our presenting sponsor. That is PrizePix. Head on over to prizepix.com. Use the promo code MMN. MLB and have your first deposit matched up to $100. So once you've done that, maybe you'll want to tail me on my two favorite plays for Tuesday's slate. Let's start with Teoscar Hernandez of the Toronto Blue Jays, who is going up against Keegan Aiken of the Baltimore Orioles. Obviously, whenever you've got a player going up against the Orioles and that pitching staff, that bullpen, Good things are probably going to happen. So Teoscar Hernandez's fantasy point prop on prize picks is set at 8. I think he goes over that number. And again, most of this is tied into just really the underwhelming nature of any pitcher on Baltimore's roster. However, it's important here that Aiken is left-handed because Teoscar Hernandez statistically is the best hitter of left-handed pitching in the entire American League. Coming into play on Monday, Hernandez has a 458 Woba and a 193 WRC plus against Southpaws. Among qualified hitters in the American League, those are both the best marks. He has crushed lefties all season long. The Jays are back, playing at Rogers Center. George Springer's back in that lineup, hitting ahead of him. I think Hernandez will be able to get over eight fantasy points on Tuesday. The other guy I like to go over his fantasy point prop on prize picks, an oldie but a goodie, Jonathan Scope. Let's run it back one more time. Scope against another left-handed pitcher. This time, Cole Irvin of the Oakland Athletics. Scope's fantasy point prop, as always, set a little bit low, in my opinion, at six and a half points. So far this season, Scope has a 166 WRC plus when matched up with a left-handed pitcher, and Irvin has been unable to register almost a single swing and miss in his past three starts. In fact, in that three-start span, just three total strikeouts. If you are not striking out Jonathan Scope, if you're letting him rack up those batted ball events against a left-handed pitcher... I think he's going to get over this number. So, Scope over 6.5, Teoscar Hernandez over 8. Let's move over to DraftKings and talk about this 14-game featured slate on Tuesday. Some really good pitching options, particularly right at the top of the pricing list. 
And let's talk about the highest price pitcher on Tuesday. That is Walker Bueller. Bueller is $10,500. Going up against the Atlanta Braves, who remain red hot, have really been hitting well as of late. So it's not an ideal matchup. The Braves actually passed two weeks. Just slightly above a 20% strikeout rate. Not great for Bueller. Also a 105 WRC+. plus, So pretty much above average across the board when you look at their recent success as an offense. But Bueller, we have to talk about him. He has to be someone you consider considering how well he's pitched as of late. His last eight starts, 1.32 ERA, 2.23 FIP, 30% strikeout rate, and he's registered at least eight strikeouts in seven of those eight starts. He's been so consistent and so good at not allowing runs. Again, I know he's 10,500. I know the matchup isn't the best thing you could possibly draw, but you have to consider him. He's just been that consistent, that efficient, and that reliable as a DFS op- DFS option Excuse me, for the past two months. So Bueller, definitely someone to consider right at the top of the board. However, on the other side of that same game, you'll find Charlie Morton. And I really like Morton as a variance play on this particular slate. He's 8,900. So already, anytime you can get Charlie Morton for less than $9,000, I'm pretty much already in. But the fact he's going up against the Dodgers is really interesting. The Dodgers are obviously one of the best offenses in all of baseball. You just have to look at that lineup. It is loaded from top to bottom with amazing bats. The fact that they can hit Cody Bellinger eighth is absolutely insane. However, the past two weeks, coming into Monday's slate, the Dodgers were hitting, as a team, below the Mendoza line, 198. They had a 75 WRC plus in that two-week span and a 25.1% strikeout rate as a team, the fourth highest mark in all of baseball. They're in pretty rough shape right now. The Dodgers aren't looking like the Dodgers at the plate, and I think someone like Morton can take advantage, especially considering the form that he has coming into this start. Not only did he have a a very similar outing, like a similar circumstance set up in his last appearance against the Yankees, a game where, yes, he gave up two home runs, but he also struck out nine guys in five innings. But in August... 2.14 2.14 xFIP and a 34.2% strikeout rate for the ageless wonder Charlie Morton. So I think with some of the pitching options above him, particularly Bueller, and another guy we're going to talk about in just a second who is going to be a chalk monster on this slate, I think Morton could go underappreciated, undervalued, and just a guy that might not be rostered as much as he should be. So I like Morton, again, as a variance play in GPPs. His upside is right up there with anyone else on this slate. All right, let's talk about Blake Snell, kind of the elephant in the room on this slate. He's $7,700. That's insane. It's way too low for how Snell has been pitching his past five starts. I mean, it's not the biggest sample in the world, but considering that, you know, this guy's a former American League Cy Young Award winner, This is the version of Snell Padres fans have been waiting for all season long. Okay, past five starts. 2.12 ERA, 2.96 FIP, 37.9% strikeout rate, and a 15% swinging strike rate. 
That's the Blake Snell we all know and love. And he's looked fantastic for the entirety of August. So it's going to be really hard to not use him when he's less than $8,000 and going up against the Diamondbacks, who not only are an underwhelming team across the board. I mean, they just let Osdrubal Cabrera walk away as a favor so he could go sign with the Reds and maybe get some exciting baseball action in for the final month of the season. He was hitting third in that lineup pretty consistently. And they were just like, yeah, it's okay. Go play for the Reds. So he's got the Diamondbacks, one of the best matchups you could possibly draw. And on top of that, specific to the Diamondbacks, they have so many left-handed bats on that 26-man roster that they actually have the most left-on-left plate appearances of any National League team so far in 2021. You do not want to be put in a situation where you have to use your left-handed batters against Blake Snell because even with Snell struggling, even the version that wasn't looking great, was shutting down left-handed hitters. Just a 226 Woba to opposing lefties so far this season. So everything about this matchup checks every single box. Everything about how Snell's looked recently checks every single box. Obviously, for DFS purposes, the one major question you always have to ask is, is the strikeout upside there? Of course it is. He's got a 38% strikeout rate his past five starts. So you go into it understanding that his ownership is going to be insane on Tuesday. But obviously, if you want to use Blake Snell, go ahead and use Blake Snell. I will probably have a couple shares myself. All right. Favorite stack on Tuesday's slate. I like the New York Yankees. For whatever reason, the Yankees' price point has not caught up to just the overall talent level of this roster. I mean, there's only one guy on the Yankees on Tuesday who you have to pay more than $5,000 for, and they're going up against Jaime Berea, who has not been good in 2021. In fact, he's got a 6.14 expected ERA in his 34 innings of work. He's only striking out 12.6% of the opponents he's seen so far this season. Also, a zone contact rate hovering around 90%. If you're not going to strike out the Yankees, that's the only flaw with this Yankees lineup. They strike out a lot. If you don't have the stuff to take advantage of that particular flaw, good luck. Say your prayers going into this start because it's probably not going to go well. If you can't strike out Aaron Judge at 5,500, if you can't strike out, oh goodness, Giancarlo Stanton, if you're going to let him have batted ball events, oh boy. So Judge, 5-5, Stanton, 4-8, Gallo, 4-5. And then you get into the overwhelming value options that are Anthony Rizzo at 3-8. He's going to hit second in this lineup. And then like Gio Urshela, $3,300. He's going to hit sixth more likely than not. So you can really stack the entire middle of this lineup and do so without really breaking the bank. So I like this Yankees stack. I just think dollar for dollar, it's one of the best plays on the entire slate. All right, before we get out of here, before we end this final video of the MLB season, let's talk about some best bets on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's go back to Toronto, let's talk about this Jays-Orioles game. I like the over in this contest. Right now it's set at 9.5. To bet the over is minus 115. I think this game should easily be 10, maybe even 10.5. It's sort of insane that it's not. We don't really have to talk about the 
the Keegan Aiken part of this all that much. I think everyone understands that Keegan Aiken, pretty good matchup for the Toronto Blue Jays, especially considering they have George Springer back in the lineup. Vladdy looks... Vladdy might be back. He had two home runs on Monday, so if he's running hot, this Jays lineup is dangerous again. Let's talk about the Baltimore side of this. We've, we've mentioned many times so far this season the Orioles are much better when they're facing a left-handed starter. In fact, they have a 105 WRC plus against left-handed pitching so far this season. That is a top 10 mark in baseball. Hyunjin Ryu has also been really shaky as of late. His last four starts, a 7.84 ERA and a 5.15 FIP. He's just not striking out anyone. And look, he's not a big strikeout pitcher. He's a soft contact guy. But he was always still striking out about 22-23%. The last four starts, just 14.8%. It's a lot of contact. It's a lot of hard contact. He's been getting, get, giving up some home runs as of late. So I think the Jays do their part, and I think the Orioles are able to score three or four runs. And this game goes well over nine and a half on Tuesday. The other game I want to talk about, let's go back and talk about that Detroit-Oakland game. This pitching matchup... Pretty lopsided when you look at recent results from these two starters. It's Cole Irvin against Tarek Skubal. Skubal's been amazing in the month of August. He's had four starts, 1.59 ERA, 30% strikeout rate in the month. Conversely, Irvin, his past seven starts, a 5.64 XFIP. And a big part of that, as we talked about before, he's just not generating any strikeouts. Detroit's been really good against left-handed pitching as of late. Detroit's been really good at home as of late. They are actually 8-3 in their past 11 home games against left-handed pitching. So if you want to take them on the money line at plus 100, go ahead. However, if you don't trust Detroit's bullpen, which I can understand, or maybe you're fearful of Oakland in the long run, I can also understand that too. Detroit first five, minus 105. I think that's the bet considering the big discrepancy here is the starting pitching matchup. So Detroit Tigers first five minus 105. Jays Orioles over nine and a half runs at minus 115. And that will do it for this episode of Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks on the Mayo Media Network. Thanks for watching. Thanks for everyone involved. I'll see you guys next time.